The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back to old school with DP and J. We are back with Old School, DP and J, and AD, live from Tanner's Bar and Grill, 30th and Yankee Hill. We are rub-a-dub, uh, dub, grubbing on some uh, some wings, onion rings. Uh, they have delicious delicious burgers and Tanner lips out here. Uh, old School is, is sponsored by the Mercado, or Mercado, uh, located, uh, or by Certified Piedmontese Beef, located at 84th and Havelock. And... Uh, I it's just funny. Got, I just got steaks from there yesterday for the first yeah, time. Yeah, it's good. That oh, certified Piedmontese is for real. Goodness, man. No joke. We cooked that joker. I was like, man, I, I literally ate it for dinner last night. Right. And had some for breakfast? I, I almost thought about putting You're, some omelet. Yeah. Then I had a little snack of it last night about 11 because I couldn't, you know, I was up. So I'm like, I'm going to eat some more. Ate it for lunch mm. again today. It is, this thing was like 22 ounces, right. man. It was massive. And I, I got one of them tomahawk chops, right. too. Yeah. That was AD, AD, like Uncle Buck trying to get the 96 or 69 or whatever. <laughs> Uncle AD, Uncle AD, he, he Uncle AD trying to get the 96 or out there, man. You, you know. Um, but it's funny we had a fa- we had a, a, a listener come up and he was asking us about coaches and uh, then you know I don't know if that was him that's just texted in. It says uh, it's Urban Meyer a bust Nebraska's last chance to be you know relevant, uh, which. I don't. I don't agree with it at all. I think right now. I think part of the reason why we've kind of been in trouble a little bit mm-hmm. is because we we get too focused or fixated on the name, yep. and not the coach. And yep. then if it doesn't match up, it's no different when you know even you know Coach Holberg, you know said made a little bit of a mistake that he had to go and refocus on how they're going to recruit their players right. and looking for who fits in. He probably System. got that from when, when they played Creighton this year. Mm-hmm. Versus going out and just accumulating a bunch of good individual players and throwing them out there. Now, how does that affect the coaching? The coach that you, I can t- guarantee you, sometimes the coach that you hire isn't the one you fire. Right. Um, That's and right. sometimes it doesn't work. The, you know, and there's nothing wrong. Um, it didn't work out. And that's obviously, it's you know, you see they're angered people and then obviously just and more disappointment, um, sad or whatever you want to say it. But at the at the end of the day, it was the right hire at that point in time. Right. It didn't work out, so now we have to make sure we learn from what happened mm-hmm. and learn from what happened prior, right. both positive and negative, yep. and then make the best hire we can for this time being. And we have to make sure we have the hire that's going to be um, with us long term, mm-hmm. but we still don't have time to waste. That's right. a hard thing right. to do because right. you know if you you want a coach that you know that he has some time. But time doesn't mean you take that time. That right. means every game that we have a chance to win, we ha- we need to do everything we can to win right. those games. Because the difference between athletes, or one of the difference between athletes now and athletes when we play, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to think I learned a lot more out from adversity or maybe losing. Yes. Which because we I did. did because I hated losing more than I like winning. Exactly. Now I won three national championships, but you know the games when I'm. You know what I think about the most when I'm driving. Texas game. 
Arizona oh, State game, games oh. that we didn't win. Whereas kids these days, you get 100% of their attention by success and winning. Mm-hmm. And then also I think we need to have a clear message to the kids from the top down, what is success? What is good versus what is not acceptable? Right. Because I think we fell into a little bit of a trap from last year's team being 3-9, and nine, all these one-point one, 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 yeah, yeah, one, one, one score losses, yeah. And so that was deemed as a successful season. We were the best three and nine team or best, you know, nine loss team mm-hmm. ever. Well, that's not a badge of honor. You're a first no. place loser nine <laughs> times right. over. I that means you've been the same that. thing over. That means you ain't never got no better. You're doing no. the same thing every you, week. Yet so close, yet so far. So right. close, but yet so far. So I think that's going to help. But I think also. This isn't time to turn the page on 2022. No, there's a ton of of football to be played, good opportunity with teams that you can beat, um, and then, you know, go out there and beat them. It shouldn't be – yes, it's it's a little bit of a change in turmoil when Mm -hmm. you lose your coach. I mean, that's obvious. Nobody's out here oblivious to that. But at the same time, a lot of people were calling for the coach to be removed. So once the coach is removed, then your expectations can't change in theory – because the opportunity is there because you have eight games. Now, Absolutely. that doesn't mean, you know, obviously things change because of the way they've played and maybe things haven't gelled. But I think this bye week came at a perfect time for them to kind of maybe reset. If I was in there, I'd say, okay, look, man, we're one and three. Yeah, we know where we're at, but look, th- we're starting this season right now. It's right kind of like, you know, playing a bad half of football. Yep. Okay, well, sometimes, you know, even when I coach basketball, sometimes we, you know, like, Making up 20-point game or, you know, 16-point game with a 20-minute running clock, just not realistic. But let's win this half. But you still have to speak – You still have to, like, like you do as a good coach, right. and you still speak truth. You speak right. life to them. You say, right. you know what? Well, we're going to go We're not going to do the whole 16 in one, one, in one half. But you know what? If we get one stop, we get two stops for their one. Right. Two, we keep doing that. Let's have a goal. We fight ourselves back right. into this game. I always say the same way you got out by 20 – or, you know, it needs to be the same, you know, same way you're able to dig your way out of 20, Absolutely. the same way you need to play when you're up by 20. Absolutely. So if you have a goal from this point on mm-hmm. and you reach that goal, I can guarantee if you play up to your expectations that in these next eight weeks, you're going to look back on the first four weeks and kind of chuckle. Absolutely. Like, man, we, we came a lot really far. And then you probably most likely be at a bowl game. So, um, you know, it's a tremendous opportunity for this team and this fan base to, to rally together. This isn't time to turn the page and we're, you know, oh, well, so-and-so, you know, 80 million names are going to be floated out oh, there. Oh, you're going to hear all and of them. And I wish somebody would track all the names. Oh, yeah. And see who actually gets to – or well, we probably would never know who actually yeah. sits down with the with the, the powers that be. But I'd like to see, uh, you know, a name list and see who actually gets hired. Because I'm gonna keep tra- we're going to keep track of the station, y'all. How many names we hear, uh, quote-unquote, via social media who's going to be in there. Right. Yeah, it's 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 a well, it's an appealing job. Um, I think you have. I think the biggest thing, and I want to ask you this because you do a lot of leadership talks and stuff like that. And I'm going to tell you the, the one of the main things that I I would look for is somebody that embraces the pressure. Yes. Um, yes. Because the pressure is going to be here. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's it always was weird to me that people were like, "Oh, this is pressure." You're you're the highest right. paid state employee. Right. 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 So, what do you think comes with that? Absolutely. You think it, you think you get become the highest paid state employee right. without expectations? So you want somebody to embrace that because what that will do, that'll just trickle right down. Absolutely. And there there won't be no deviating from what we expect. But then also it'll it'll let me know that they will be able to uh, pivot if they mm-hmm. need to or adjust on the fly because 
the goals at hand. Absolutely. What are a couple of, couple of things you'd be you looking know, for? One of the things I'm looking for, and Jim, I'll bring back to you because I want to make sure I get through these because you, you're bringing out so much wisdom. The thing about uh, in, in leadership positions, those in high-profile and performance positions, I always believed is this. You know, champions adjust. Right. And pressure is a privilege. Yeah. I don't want someone looking at pressure like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. Well, you're not our person then. Right. I want someone to embrace pressure and say, you right. know what? Pressure is a privilege. If there's no pressure, you probably ain't winning. Right. That's the bottom line. Right. And the reality is this. We get to choose our difficulty. Losing is hard. Right. It's difficult. Right. Winning is difficult. I would much rather right. have the difficulty of yeah, winning, winning. Right. and being successful than the difficulty of being a loser. Right. Because the reality is this. You know, that old adage when you hear uh, – when uh, you've heard it back in the day. I don't know. You didn't coach yeah. like this. I didn't coach like this. We weren't coached like this. Oh, it doesn't matter if you're, you're – it doesn't matter if you win or lose. Are you having fun? What? What? Yeah. I have never got my butt kicked. It was like, that was a good time. Let's right. go do it again. <laughs> no, no, you play. Like my man said, you play to win the game. Right. So when I'm looking for a coach, I don't want him to tell me, yeah, I can do it. No, I want to see a body of work. Yeah. Tell me when you've dealt with pressure. Right. I want to see it on tape. Right. Because everybody, because the people that think that this job, oh, Nebraska job is just not as, you know, it's not as just uh, as, as one anymore. Say so you nailed it. Man, 20,000 people, give right. or take, went across the ocean to go watch a game. Right. For a team that hadn't won in five years. Five years, right. The stadium had 80,000-plus on Saturday, all right? Even when people say, well, the sellout streak so far is there's only 70. We're still talking about right. 70,000 right. people. You start winning games, there are going to be 100,000 people and people standing outside. Standing outside. No matter where I travel, Jan, you're the same way. I heard it in Miami lot, what week and a half ago when I was there. Washington State when I was uh, when I was down in uh, Dallas, heard it from there. People yeah. like, man. Nebraska, football is just better when Nebraska is good. Right. That N is still a very strong brand. It's right. still like a GE. It's still a Microsoft. It's right. still an Apple. We just got to get the right person to come in and take care of it. But I'm looking for a coach, Jay, that embraces pressure, right. that realizes that pressure is a privilege. And if you can't deal with pressure, this is not the place for you. Right. And I'm not going to have them tell me. Show, Show me. me. Right. Give yeah. me examples. When this happens, what are you going to do? Right. And tell me a time when you've done it. I want examples. Right. I want and examples, examples and then I want you to continue to do it. Exactly. Because sometimes when you get paid, you can kind of change. It changes you. Oh, yeah. And then the real it, person it, comes right, out. Right. And then if you can't check yourself or have people around you check you, then you end up, you know, going down a, you know, a, a, a black hole. See, you went to the next point. We talked about acknowledge, leading to adverse. We talked about acknowledge, uh, acknowledging where you're at, assessing where you're at. The next point I brought up here, Jay leading to adversity, you got to seek wisdom and counsel. Right. And in order to do that, you have to humble yourself, though. Right. you got to be humble and say, you know what? I don't, sometimes we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. You think about when Coach Osborne began to recruit differently a little bit because right. we're running that 5-2, right. shades of a 4-3 at times. Right. But we had linebackers that were good linebackers. But then we'd play the Miami schools, Florida schools. We'd have a guy matched up to run a 4-6 and this guy run a 4-2. Right. That's not going to happen. Right. All right? Coach Osborne started making those shifts with guys like yourself, right. Grant Wistrom. You look at the, uh, the linebackers. He started – I mean, Ed Stewart's probably right. the greatest example. Yep. In fact, Ed Stewart told him, right, I'm, not, I'm, I'm transferring in. You're not moving me to linebacker. Right. He came in as a strong safety. Yeah. Left here, you know, All-American right. Hall and, of Famer. Yeah, won, won the buckets. Won the buckets of war right. because they started making shifts and changes. Because Coach and Bobby Bowden, Coach Bowden, rest his soul, right. from Florida State, they were talking about how do you – what's the best ways to scheme this thing? Then they started making changes. Coach Osborne realized – I don't know everything. Seek wisdom and counsel and insight. Jay, how do you think that helps with you and how that helped you right. stay in the pros as long as you did and how it's going to help this new coach, right. Mickey Joseph, by seeking, uh, seeking wisdom and being humble? I think it's, it's huge because, you know, one of the things I used to do, like if I was – well, mainly in the NFL, if I was ever struggling, you know, if I wasn't playing well. Right. I'd, I'd talk to my mom. What do you think? Mm. I'd t- 
you know, non. My mom keeps it real than anybody. Right. Non-biased. Shake or sugarcoat it. Right. Doesn't know much about football. Isn't invested. You know, as far as like, you know, telling me something. And it'd be something that she would always see, or tell me from her line of work hmm. that I could take to when I, you know, have to get back and get started. Right. And it's always that's the number one thing. Number two. I always think that the people that really are successful in the coaching business don't always talk to people that think or look like them. That's right. Because you get a different perspective. Right. And as long as you respect it, it's going to it's going to help you become mm-hmm. smarter and a better coach and, and you know and quite frankly a better person. Because what you see sometimes you can get invested in it and once what you see and you kind of hope it always like turns around is not really what's going on. Right. And sometimes you you can get a read on a player because you're looking at the player from a different lens or a situation from a different lens that could lead to a, a light bulb going off for a coach or right. a way to lead. Because if you keep, you know, kind of, I call it like the, you know, ping pong without it ever going out of bounds where you just sit there and the ball's just bouncing around. Right. Well, nobody wins a point. Then That's you keep right. doing the same thing. It's you get passed analogy. by. So, it's a great you know, analogy. I think it's just one of those to expand yourself. Yeah. Um, it's, it's huge because it the game changes. It's no different than – um, you know, Coach Osborne in 96, 97 went a little bit more shotgun, a little bit more passing mm-hmm. to throw guys off. We talked about Nick Saban off the or in between breaks to where, right. you know, he was pretty much line up and run you, run, run, controlled passing game, throw it 10 to 12 times. Well, Lane Kiffin came in, mm-hmm. taught him a little bit of the spread. They did right. a little bit of that, and they won with different types of quarterbacks. And like you mentioned right there, Lane Kiffin came in. Right. Now think about what you just said. Right. Kiffin came in to help Saban. The man right. got six championships at, right. at that point already. Right. But he was humble enough. And because he, he couldn't, he he needed somebody. He went and got an expert in something to add to what he's doing. He's not taking away from what you do. Right. He's adding to it. Then you had Sarkeesian came in and he brought kind of like the USC vertical passing game. Right. A little bit of that. Now he has Bill O'Brien. So every coach that he surrounded himself with, yeah, they say it's a Nick Nick Saban rehab clinic and they all get, you know, then they're better head right. coaches for it. But he's learning just as he's much. Re- it's not just one-sided. Right. It's, it's, it's symbiotic. It, they're yeah, learning from right. each other. So that's it. It's a partnership. Right. And so um, I w- if I was, a, you know, a coach, that's that's I would, I would gent- for, for real do that here because there's a wealth of knowledge that could help you be successful right. quicker than anywhere else. It's kind of like I watched the 30 for 30 about the U. And one of the things is they, they showed all the former players yeah. actively – at practices and meetings mm-hmm. and helping out these players. Not that they want any credit. They want you to be successful like them. The love for the U. And the love for the university. Right. That's it. You know, I was, I was telling somebody earlier, is like the, my biggest goal is for this team to be spent like we were after 94 and 95 yeah. at the national championship game. Now, we wore jock straps back then and then right. like a little have sweaty, right. body withered. Right. But, man, we were hugging and loving on each other. Because we just went through it and accomplished a goal together. that we set up together. Right. And that's a bond. Everybody's like, why are you guys bond, so tired? Man. That's it's why it is. You call somebody, we'll be there. Yep. So once these guys get it, then they'll understand, they'll understand these are guys you can call in the rest of your life, and you win championships. Absolutely. And also, they're a little bit more of an advantageous position than us. It's not championship or bust around here. This is just play good football. Absolutely. Hey, we were doing that just in practice. Right. So these guys have it a lot easier, but you know what you need to do. The hard thing is getting – Everybody, everybody to do on it board more than one day, mm-hmm. and then once they start doing it, how do you deal with success? Right. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things that I think that they need to kind of rehab. But I think it's something that they can really make headways on in the next eight weeks. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to see what they're doing. I mean, I know you know they're getting back to basics. Practice is going to be a little bit more football related and physical. 
It's, it's going to do nothing but get them better. Right. Um, don't fight it. And you know what, AD, I'll say this before we go to break. When I was splitting, when I started as a redshirt freshman, and I was splitting time, and then I remember when they mm. called me. I think we just got off and got a get one national championship. Mm-hmm. Got back January third or fourth. Mm-hmm. We didn't get no break. So I remember they were talking about I'm going in the middle linebacker and I got to possibly split time. You know what the first thing I you know what my first reaction was? I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I was I was hey I was two days, forty eight hours yep. from transferring to Michigan. One yep. of my high school teammates was up there. Yep. And I already been talking to him. And then you know what my dad says. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to let you do that because. And I was like, why? And then later we talked about it in depth. He's like, you go up there. There's going to be competition there. You're there. Compete. Mm. Ain't nobody better than you. They're, they they got to take it from you. <laughs> wow. And the thing that I learned <laughs> from that that competition was embracing the competition. That's right. So I was so laser focused that I was going to show you because if I'm I because also another thing this team needs to do, if you really believe it, you don't need to prove anybody wrong. Prove yourself prove right. Prove yourself right. That's it. Prove, Prove yourself, yourself right. right. These are a lot of lessons that these guys need to learn that oh, they will man. be accepting to. They just got to get be exposed to it. So we we are going into one of our last breaks here. We'll be back in about uh, two or three minutes. This is Old School with Jay and A.D. live from Tanner's Bar and Grill, 30th and Yankee Hill. You're listening to Old School with D.P. and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.